Hi, this is Sammy Smiles, and I'm your host, Sammy Vance. This podcast is sure to leave you inspired and with a smile. Now let's get right into it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the sixth episode of Sammy Smiles. Today, I'm super excited because we have the amazing Will Poulter on my podcast. Uh, So Will Poulter has... Uh, started he's like passionate with anti-bullying and everything like that which is amazing and also started in tv shows and movies as well so thank you so much for being here oh not at all sammy i'm a fan of your platform and uh, thank you very much for asking me to do it thank you yeah so i guess we could start off with talking about like anti-bullying and the diana award and stuff like that um knowing that you participated in a bunch of that stuff so and then we can get on to like the filming and all of that Uh, so I'll start off by saying my buddy benches are used to help people who maybe are lonely or don't have a friend, but they can also help to combat bullying, which is really cool. So they kind of multiple uses. Um, and I know that you're big, on, you're a big advocate on anti-bullying. So how did you start that? And like, um, what made you so passionate about all that? It's a really good question. I mean, first of all, I think in response to your initiative with the buddy benches. That's something that I think for me, I would have really gravitated towards at school. And I think I would have seen it be very, very useful, you know, because I think one of the most damaging things about bullying is how it contributes to this sense of loneliness, you know? And I think bullying and and, and various other things that kind of affect mental health often lead to um, this sense that you're on your own in that feeling, that you are alone going through it. And so um, any kind of initiative that um, allows people to make contact with others, that kind of fosters conversation um, and that makes people feel less alone is so powerful. So I think the Buddy Bench Initiative is, is amazing. And um, I want to say that we, we had something similar at school for a period of time. And I think I first became involved in anti-bullying initiatives um, at my school where um, a particular math teacher called Tanya Moran, who um, was brilliant, um, really kind of pushed a sort of anti-bullying agenda. She noticed that, you know, there were kids, um, unfortunately, who were experiencing bullying and there was you know, a relatively large number. And as we know from the statistics, like a lot of people do experience bullying. So she, um, she kind of encouraged sort of prefects and senior members of the school to um, kind of engage in a sort of buddy system with younger students. And that's how I sort of first got involved. And it was something that we did, I think, for a period of time over kind of anti-bullying week, as we find ourselves now, as you and I record this. Um, But it was so effective and and we found it to be so kind of needed that it was something we continued kind of beyond that period. And and that's really how I first got involved. And then... um, I think it was 10 years ago now that I came across uh, Alex Holmes and his work with Anti-Bullying Pro and uh, the Diana Award. And I've kind of been associated with them ever since. And just amazing to see, you know, something that I I saw to be effective on a kind of micro scale in my school um, be expanded in such a professional, wide reaching way um, uh, by by Alex. Yeah, I love that. I think, yeah, that's really cool how you kind of saw that problem and then kind of um it escalated over the years and it's now grown into this which I think is really amazing um so yeah 
I remember at the 2020 Diana Awards at the virtual event, you had you spoke a little bit, and I remember now looking back at it, and you actually introduced the awardees from America, which I was a part of that batch, and I feel super oh. honored yeah, receiving the Diana Award. Um, I love everything about it, and I remember or I got to, not too long ago, interview the CEO, Tessie Ojo, which was so wonderful, and I'm so lucky to um, be able to have her on my podcast and now have you. Um, so yeah, how did you um, get, like you explained a little bit, but how did you get involved with the Diana Award? Yeah, so first of all, I love Tessie Ojo. She's amazing and, and has always been so kind of uh, welcoming to me when it's come to any kind of anti-bullying pro work. Um, but um, I'm trying to think, I, I wanna say that um, Alex reached out to one of my agents and invited me to an event in London uh, where they were kind of celebrating the work of anti-bullying ambassadors and uh, also some young people were kind of putting on uh, shows uh, based around the themes of bullying. So there were kind of a series of workshops, kind of music and drama based. And then I, along with a few other people, were kind of encouraged to work with young people in order to sort of put on some performances that kind of highlighted uh, bullying as an issue and, and sort of celebrated um, some of the means by which you know bullying can be kind of dealt with you know in a kind of constructive way so that was that was an event in london yeah some 10 years ago now and it was uh it was really really inspirational i think to see an issue like bullying which is often overlooked you know i i think the thing that worries me sammy is i see people taking this attitude towards bullying as if it isn't all that serious or it's part of the learning experience or its character building and actually no one deserves to be put through the experience of being bullied it's not constructive and and actually i would say that you know the long-term effects of bullying on people's mental health uh really can't be you know overstated enough i mean i think it it is something that we need to address as early as possible because you know as young people we are very malleable and we're developing and things that we experience when we're young and, and you know all of this through your work but things we experience when we're we're young kind of you know shape us going forward so i think the more that we can promote kindness in the way that you do with your work the more that we can encourage people to not tolerate you know bullying i think um the better and that's 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 really important yeah i love that and i think that yeah a lot of people, especially like adults, they will see bullying and they'll just be like, oh, it's a phase or it's not something that really needs to be dealt with all that much. But it is something that affects people in all sorts of ways and definitely does need to be dealt with as soon as possible and something that really shouldn't be occurring in the first place. But yeah, I love that. A hundred percent. We need the support of adults as, as well. I'm so sorry. I'm going to just turn this off because I think that's my the link to my phone. Um, sorry, I'll walk that, I'll walk that question back. Um, I think you're hundred percent right because I think young people need the support of adults, be it parents, guardians, caretakers, teachers, you know, appreciate that adults are very busy and they have lots of responsibilities, but we definitely need their help in kind of allying with us as young people when it comes to, when it comes to bullying. And I think when they, when they don't take it seriously or they, they overlook it, you know, it becomes um, a lot, lot harder to deal with. Yeah, I love that. And I completely agree. So now if you're ready, we can get on to filming and kind of how I found out who you were. 
Sure, sure. Okay, so I, for those of you who don't know, am a huge fan of the Maze Runner series, uh, some of my favorite books ever, and then I got to see the movies not too long after I read them, which were awesome. Um, different from the books, but still awesome. Uh, when I saw the Maze Runner movies, I was super impressed with the casting choice. I thought that was amazing. Um, people like Dylan O'Brien for Thomas, Thomas Freddie Sangster for New, and much more. And then for those of you who don't know, uh, Will Poulter is Galley. And may I add, you portrayed Galley very, very well. I, yeah, that's just, I love that. <laughs> um, so I could really talk about the Maze Runner for days, but we don't have days to talk. So I'm going <laughs> to just stop my rambling right now. Um, but just quick questions about the Maze Runner. Do you have like a favorite time on set? And do you prefer the books or movies better? Ooh, um, you know, I'm biased. I'd, 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 I'd say the movies only because it's tied to so many kind of emotional, you know, experiences and, and fun times I had actually making it. But I think the books are, are wonderful. And, uh, you know, one of the most special things about The Maze Runner is the fans. You know, really, they have been so incredibly supportive and invested and um, just just amazing to all of us since since we got cast even right through to, you know, the end of the third film and and beyond uh so uh i guess i would say i guess i would say the films just because that's how i kind of developed a relationship with with them yeah yeah i yeah so like speaking of you know kind of that do you have like a favorite time on set or anything like that yeah um i probably would say you know i think shooting in the glade uh on the first movie was 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 amazing um you know we had we had an incredible time in the third movie i know that um, even though I wasn't involved in the second, um, I know that, um, you know, there were some amazing sets uh, on on that too. But the Glade was especially special, you know. Um, it was something that was in all of our imaginations and walking onto that set for the first time and seeing it kind of capture all of our vision for it. You know, I think it's rare when you read something that it necessarily mirrors what was in your mind so exactly, but it, it kind of did for all of us. And to be kind of, in it in that sense to sort of feel like you were stepping into the pages was such a cool experience and um they had these big sort of green screen walls that kind of mimicked you know um what would be the the walls that you see in the in the final movies but but everything else was kind of like built and created for us all the huts and um the medjack tent and um the council hall and the pit um you know all of that was was built right there in in what was the glade and it was uh it was super cool to 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 experience that yeah it looked amazing and like every yeah i just love it and i've seen so many behind the scene videos it's just really cool um to see also how like all of you actors were kind of like a family a big family and just like the friendships and then being able to see like the sets and everything yeah i'm a big fan um That's so cool. congratulations on that um yeah uh, so I have not started a movie and don't know if I ever will, but I have been in some pretty cool things, uh, such as the Highlights Magazine, the Today Show, Cartoon Network, and most recently, People's Magazine, um, named one of People's Magazine's Girls Changing the World in 2021. Um, thank you. So I don't do what I do to, for like attention or anything. And to be honest, sometimes I do get embarrassed by all the ten attention, especially like at school and stuff. Uh, but mm -hmm. It is a way for me to spread my message with kindness, and for that, I am very thankful. Um, 
But on the flip side, sometimes I feel pressure with like all the attention, mostly by myself and um, like thinking that I always have to be happy and I can't let anyone down. And I know that you have been in many movies for quite a few years. So how do you feel receiving a lot of the attention? First of all, I think that's like a really, genuinely like a really kind of, um, you know, courageous thing for you to kind of like say and, and talk about, you know, I'm kind of a big proponent of talking about those kind of emotions and those sort of feelings and those pressures, honestly and openly. I, I think that, um, you know, I'm very lucky that I have a supportive family and a really, really kind of close knit group of friends. So in the moments that I do feel pressured, um, I have a kind of support network that I'm able to kind of communicate with pretty openly and unreservedly. So that makes a huge difference. And I really lean on them and kind of always have. I'm very, very grateful for that. And I appreciate that, you know, that not everyone has it, you know. Um, so that's, that's a big thing. And I think, you know, your, your point about sort of you know, feeling a pressure to kind of always be happy, you know, I think is, is relatable. And I can only imagine how, how hard it is when you're known as Sammy smiles, you know, it, it's, that's the reason that you're not always going to be smiling and, and that, and that's okay too. I think um, that, that kind of leads me to think about the importance of, of realizing that it's okay not to be okay. You know, I think people, um, I think in society at large kind of have to do a little bit more work around the idea that when people are not all right, they're not as happy as they might be, um, that we have to allow them the space and time to be able to talk about it and not, not shame them or make them feel awkward about that, you know, stigma around mental health. And, um, you know, uh, the idea of being unhappy is, is, is pretty, pretty big and pretty pervasive. So that, that needs a lot of work, but, um, you know, I would say that having initiatives like yours, you know, the work that you do really, really helps to, to tackle that as an issue because you're offering people an avenue for communication and you're providing them with an opportunity to talk about any issues that they may have. And the fact that they might walk away from that scenario with a smile on their face is just an incredible bonus. Yeah, thank you so much. And I love everything that you do. And yeah, I agree with that. Support systems are huge, whether it's friends, family, um, yeah, I completely agree with that and loved your answer. I think that's amazing. Thank you. Yeah, so I know that you're going to be in the new Guardians of the Galaxy, the third one, I think, and I believe it's coming out 2023, and you play Adam Warlock. Not going to lie, I don't know who that is, but um, <laughs> <laughs> so I've never actually seen the movies. I know my family has, so I'll have to, like, before the third one comes out, I'll have to watch all of them uh, so that I'll, like, know what's going on. That would helpful but um i have never been actually filmed for a movie but i have been filmed for like short like episodes of recently i was on an episode of a new tv show called operation awesome which was fun because i got to um help spread um like my message to my community and stuff that was so much fun and we filmed for three straight days and it was like a 45 minute show um seeing wow. but seeing the result was so much fun and i love like being in, I love acting. I'm in drama club right now, which is fun. But yeah, so what is it like to you to be filmed for movies? And what is one thing that people might not know about the process? Uh, that's so cool that you're doing that, by the way. And I'm going to make sure I check that stuff out. Um, you know, I think that people probably don't appreciate or, or realize, not appreciate, but, but, but a lot of people maybe don't realize just how many people 
um, work on, on a film set or on a TV show or how much effort and how many human beings are involved when it comes to making something, you know, um, I think we're, we're in a very blessed position, generally speaking, um, with all the sort of streaming platforms and uh, just the amount of, of, of content, um, as they say, that there is these days. But um, yeah, people don't realize how much work and time goes into to making them. So I'm sure that you realize that when you, you know, stepped on set and across those three days, how much work went into that 45 minutes, you know? And uh, yeah, so, that, so that's, that's one thing that I guess about the process that kind of surprises people. And one of my favorite things about the process is the fact that there are so many people involved, you know, and I get to meet so many people from lots of different backgrounds and um, they've had different life experiences and, you know, the camaraderie that develops, you know, and, and the kind of the buddying, I guess, that, that goes on in order to make something is a really, a really lovely feature of the job. And uh, I love how sociable it is, you know. I love that. Yeah, it, I do agree. Like there is a lot more people than people would think. And I've never actually been on a real movie set. So I d wouldn't know how much goes into that. But um, I do know that it's a lot. And every time now, after being filmed, like I was in, I think, third or fourth grade when I was filmed for with UPS and I was, it was like a five minute video but it took two days and ever since then I just kind of realized like watching movies I would think oh this is a different scene it might have been filmed on a different day or I wonder how many takes this would have taken like right. I just have I like I think more about it when watching movies which right. yeah so it's it is like really cool to it's it's cool yeah I love it so before we get into rapid fire round, is there anything else that you want to add or share? Um, no, other than just to reiterate, like what a what a fan I am of the work you're doing. You know, um, I realize that like there isn't one of you in every school in the world, but I really wish there was. You know, um, and I really hope that you know the the message that you're sending and i have no doubt that it's having you know the the, the impact um that you intend it to have but i really hope that that message is kind of um a lesson to you know everyone who who hears it and everyone who's in a position to make a kind of cultural change within their um education spaces and and any environment where bullying takes place um but thank you so much for doing the work that you do like i'm i'm really uh i'm i'm very uh you know, I, I don't even know you and I'm proud of you. So uh, I, I, I really appreciate what you're doing. Thank you for all your work. Like, I think everything you do is so amazing. Ever since I found out that you were a part of the Diana Award, I remember doing my research and everything you did with anti-bullying and everything like that. And I am so like inspired. I think that's one thing that definitely keeps me going. So thank you for all that. I appreciate that. Appreciate that. Thank you. So if you're ready, then I'm ready for the rapid fire round. Let's do it. Okay. So I'll just ask you a few questions and you can answer with, with the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. Favorite movie to film? Oh. Um, say favorite movie to film, I would say Glassland. Nice. Um, this might be a hard question, but what has been your favorite fellow actor to work with wow jack rayner i would say who i did Glassline with and he's my irish buddy who i've done three films with now and a short film so yeah yeah i'm cheating with that answer because i've worked with him <laughs> four times but yeah awesome uh favorite food oh 
Um, very good question. Probably my favorite question there is. I would say Caribbean food, probably my favorite. Nice. Uh, favorite color? Black. I wear a lot of black, which is gray, but I wear a lot of, a lot of black. It's like uh, mo mostly all I wear. <laughs> nice. Uh, favorite major on her book? I have to say the first one. I think the first one. Um, I think they're all good, but uh, I would say the the original. Yeah. Yeah, it helps put it all together. Exactly. Favorite major on our movie. Favorite major on a movie. I would say Death Cure was special because it was the third one. It was the final one, and it brought so many of us together. And we shot it in South Africa, and it was kind of the culmination of all these different stories. You know that are, that. Are, basically taking kind of seven, eight years to make. Um, and I think the fact that my character um, sort of turned over a new leaf and became something of a, uh, you know, uh, an ally to them at the end was, was nice because obviously we left on pretty bad terms in the first movie. So. Yeah, I love it. Um, so if you could have lunch with anyone in the world, dead or alive, who would it be? Oh my gosh. Maya Angelou, I think, um, someone who, you know, a huge promoter of kindness as well, very wise person and someone who, um, you know, I really, uh, I really take a lot of inspiration from some of my favorite quotes are from Maya Angelou. So uh, that's someone I would love to, I would love to meet. Love that. Uh, so would you rather be able to speak to animals or be able to speak all languages? That is the, that might be the best question I've been asked in an interview. Oh my gosh, that's so good. See, here's the thing. I'm really tempted by the animal thing, but I'm trying to think practically. And I think being able to, being that multilingual, being able to speak all languages would just be unbelievable. I, oh gosh, but then I don't get to talk to my dog. I would love to be able to talk to my dog. Ah, that's really tricky, but I'll go with, I'll go with all languages and I'll try okay. and learn. <laughs> yeah I try to like I've tried to learn Spanish and then I procrastinate a lot and then get distracted but yeah so just to have that ability would be really cool I agree I agree so if I ever visit London what is one thing that I need to do or see oh really good question um I would say most of my travel tips are food based so um I would say that we have amazing Pakistani and Indian food um, really really good um i would try fish and chips um chris's fish and chips in west london is in my opinion the best um so those would be uh uh yeah two two food pointers that i definitely give you if you if you if you came to london okay awesome i'll have to definitely go to london then and i'll have to try that stuff out so thank you for the advice cool. <laughs> um so where can people find you on social media to follow your amazing journey Thanks, Sammy. So I'm on uh, Twitter at Polter Will, and then I'm on Instagram at Will Polter. So make sure to follow Will Polter in everything he does. And for the last question to ask all my guests, what is something that makes you smile? Oh, um, time with my family makes me smile probably more than anything else, Sammy. Uh, you know, I have to travel um, through work uh, quite a lot and spend like long periods of time away from them very, very lucky to do what I do for a living, but I do miss my family a lot when I'm away. So nothing makes me smile more than, than laughing with my family. And uh, yeah, I, I relish any opportunity I get to do it. 
I love that. So thank you so much for being on my podcast. This is amazing. Definitely made me smile. And I hope that it makes everyone else listening or watching this smile as well. Um, remember that you don't just have to be an adult to make a difference. You could be a kid too. And just make sure to let me know if you, know, you want to team up with, with an anti-bullying campaign or anything. And um, yeah, so everyone listening, I hope you have an amazing day. And again, I hope this makes you smile. Bye.